Welcome back to Cocktails and Classics. I'm Dylan. Joining me as always are Ben, Zach, and Cam. This week, we're watching Dirty Harry, the 1970s Clint Eastwood film. To kick things off and get everybody in the right mood, we're going to go to this week's cocktail, the Dirty Harry. This took me a minute to, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, Shit. In, uh, to, to, to convert all of these fucking uh, measurements, because the recipe I saw for this had it in uh, centiliters. The fuck? <laughs> centiliters? Yeah. Man, who uses that? I I don't know. <laughs> uh, so basically, I had to I had to convert it into uh, ounces and then make it like a a decent sized cocktail because when I converted the centiliters, it was like it was like ended up being like point six ounces of the alcohol and then like point one point six ounces of the coffee and i was like this is gonna make like a shot i guess like it's not even a splash in the in the glass so maybe that's maybe it is supposed to be a shot i guess i don't know yeah i guess but for the cocktail version i guess from from us it's uh half ounce of simple syrup two ounces of scotch and five ounces of cold coffee uh, in a in a glass, and you stir that together, or serve it over ice. Chuck that back. It's kind of like I f- I feel like we do a lot of coffee cocktails, and I feel like we've done one with just like bourbon. Yeah, the 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 whiskey, Scotch bourbony with coffee cocktail has been done quite a few times. This one kind of misses the maple. Um, yeah, it's not the Bruce Wayne. That was the one with the maple syrup, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, we, have, we have extensive knowledge of our past cocktails that we've done <laughs> after a hundred uh, episodes. But I think this would be a good cocktail, and I, I've done it before with coffee, um, I not scotch, but I've just used like a whiskey. And then uh, Zach, you told me about that Guinness syrup. Yes, sir. That is very good. Um, Guinness I syrup. I don't sucks. know that I would. I don't know that I would do like five parts to the two parts of the other stuff that's way too much sugar reel it in but yeah i think it's it's very good with like the guinnessy just adds that extra little flavor to it yeah i had to i had to bust out my my ratios uh had to do some number crunch and math on the conversion to <laughs> to upscale it so these these math majors in this chat right now should be proud of me i would never be proud of you. <laughs> I mean, Dad. Wait, I mean, Zach. Are you a winning son? <laughs> uh, <laughs> check the show notes below. Make yourself a dirty hairy cocktail, and hit up the Drizzly and Casker links and get yourself some scotch delivered directly to your door. And we get a little kickback from that. And ask yourself: out- Do you feel lucky? Well, <laughs> do you, punk? <laughs> Did I put in five ounces or six ounces? <laughs> honestly in all this in all this excitement i can't remember you can check out dirty harry on hbo max as a recording because uh, we are gonna spoil it i guess it's on netflix too oh it is okay i hesitate to say spoil because there's not really much there's not much I, to spoil yeah when i saw the the description for this it was like a neo-noir thriller i was like when's the detective work start, start coming into play <laughs> When do we when's start really? Deducing? 
Yeah, when when are we supposed to solve the mystery of who this killer is? Oh, you're just going to show him to us right away. Uh, okay. Well, I guess I'll intro it real quick. Uh, Dirty Harry's 1971 action crime thriller. Currently sits at a 7.7 7 out of 10 on IMDb. Directed by Don Siegel and Clint Eastwood. He, I guess, directed the segment with the Suicide Jumper sequence. Um, it was written by Harry Julian Fink, Rita M. Fink, and Dean Reisner. Uh, it stars Clint Eastwood, Andrew Robinson, Harry Guardino, John Vernon. Dean Wormer. <laughs> he played the Dean in Animal House. He's the... Yeah, oh, my he God. He actually did, though. He is. <laughs> and, and Zach didn't bring it up I right t- away. I We're texted Zach <laughs> during the movie. I was like, I was like, damn it. It's the fucking <laughs> Dean from Animal House. You're going to be well, so happy, aren't you? <laughs> he, he immediately came on the screen, and I'm like, shit, this guy looks so familiar, but I can't yeah, remember I so from too. where. And then I saw him again later on, and I'm like, Delta House? He was the cutie with yeah, the Yeah, it's, it's when he does his, like, stern, his stern talking <laughs> to yeah. Callahan at the beginning. I was like, this guy is so familiar. <laughs> I don't think there's really much that you have to... To be honest, outside of the Dean and Clint Eastwood, there weren't a lot of actors that I recognized from a lot of other stuff in this movie. Like, I know uh, the killer's gone on to do, like... He was in... Uh, some stuff. Was in Hellraiser. Star Trek and Hellraiser. But a lot of them, I feel like, were just, like, kind of character actors from the time. And they're like, hey, let's not spend our budget on... uh anything oh <laughs> on actors let's use it for the really bright red fake blood this does seem really really low budget that's what i was gonna say i was like i'm probably sure this movie made so much money because i doubt it had a huge budget dirty harry is the story of when a madman calling himself the scorpio killer menaces the city tough as nails san francisco police inspector dirty harry callahan is assigned to track down and ferret out the crazed psychopath I believe it's loosely based off the Zodiac Killer. It's a mix between the Zodiac Killer and is it the DC Sniper? Yeah. Yeah, I don't they know kind when of that, combined. That before I don't, after think, this, I don't think that had happened yet. No? I don't, did Zodiac happen at this point? Oh, the Zodiac yes, happened in did. the late 60s. Yeah, <laughs> this came out like two years after. Yeah, DC Sniper wasn't until 2000s. Oh. Who the yeah. hell am I? I could have sworn there was another like Sniper Killer that... This was also uh, based there was the on, guy but... in the Texas, the Texas uh, state capitol building, or not the state capitol, but the uh, tower at UT. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's what I'm thinking. I I could have sworn there was another thing that he was based off of, but I know a lot of like the whole leaving cryptic messages for the police was supposed to be zodiac esque, and also seeing as you know, the killer's name was literally like a zodiac sign they, they weren't being too uh too they subtle about they weren't trying to hide it <laughs> had had anyone seen this before yep no no i hadn't which is weird because my dad loves this movie but i've never watched i know it my parents him. always quoted the like you feel unlucky punk which is time. always misquoted it is yeah <laughs> because like he he doesn't put punk on the question it's on the it's on the statement before well, and he, and he always, he says the question from their perspective. It's like, you have to ask yourself, do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? And it's like, yeah. I feel like you hear it, yeah. I feel like you hear the question, punk, in the question, and him referring to them 
like as you do you feel lucky rather you guys, than uh, that you guys ready to get dunked on no dunk on uh, me i've seen all five dirty harry movies there's five wow yeah yep there's a whole I'm like series there hasn't been of one made harry in like Callahan. the 2000s because i so, think yeah. it would hit really well with a certain demographic yeah. of white male in america Probably I'm not going to lie. Graphic that it hit well with in the 70s. <laughs> so here's, well, watching this movie, I'm not going to lie. There was so many times I was like, man, they could remake this as such a better movie today. Yeah. Just because of things that I think they could add they weren't doing back then that would have made this movie so much better. This yeah. movie does have a great drone shot, though. I was shocked at that. I completely forgot about that in the football stadium. I was like, wow, that was modern as hell. I mean, it's not drone shot, but... Yeah, it's like on a zip line, but it looks like like if they did that today, like Ben was saying, that has to be a drone shot. Yeah, I think it's actually a helicopter. A little helicopter? No, I think I think it's an actual <laughs> helicopter. And they a just full-size s- helicopter? Yeah, I think so. Dude, that gets pretty close. Is there a football field? Yeah, but it gets pretty close to, to Clint Eastwood. It does. Yeah, but he probably they probably could just back up, like the camera, like physically move the camera or have it zoomed in, and then move out. Is the thing. no? It's not possible. Sorry. Okay. I don't think you know what you're talking um, about. Actually, all I Much know is the I experts could... take over this conversation. Because <laughs> a zipline, a zipline wouldn't be possible <laughs> at that time. But, but a they have cable cams now. Yes. You just fucking steer the helicopter away from. Yeah, you just get up a and rope back from where and you're you going. strap a camera to it and you let the camera go down the rope. Zipline. But it's it's going up. Yeah, they you're saying they it. reversed it. No, because how would you stop it? I mean, how would you stop it? You, it. <laughs> you, you just reverse the shot. I'm saying, how would you stop the camera? When it runs out of rope, the camera will stop. You, you just said it was too close to my face. You're just no, going to let the camera run down the line? For a helicopter? I'd rather a camera hit him in the face than a helicopter. What the fuck? Oh you lost Clint Eastwood. The camera weighs, it was a the tragic camera helicopter pounds, camera. How much do you think a helicopter weighs? <laughs> the helicopter is at a safe distance. What are you talking about? The camera could also be at a safe distance. It's not. Oh, my God. You're such a fucking goober. <laughs> All right, Clint, we're going to tell you when to duck the flying camera, okay? Honestly, what's the difference between a helicopter and a Also, yeah, they're like, Zach's just like, it's just going to stop at when it runs out of rope. 90 pounds coming at like 100 miles per hour down a rope. I don't think you understand how much a helicopter weighs at 100 miles an hour going down a rope. Two That's inches a dick at 200 miles per hour. Is the helicopter rope now? That makes sense. You wouldn't have to have the blade spinning. Uh, spinning. I you did, could put the I camera work on the a, helicopter. I worked a, a job, and this guy taught himself how to fly a helicopter by chaining it to the ground. And and, and then so he would only go like a certain height. Like training that's how he wheels? learned to fly it. <laughs> yeah. That was his training chain? <laughs> the old train chain. Uh, yes, no, the train chain was giving me trouble I just, today. A lot of times watching this movie was like, man, if they made this movie like they made like uh, what's the movie was it Prisoners that we watched? Yeah, Zodiac. I was like, I was like a mix between that, like this movie would be so good. This was also Seven. 
one of the movies I remember watching for the podcast and being like, you know, I wish this movie was longer. Like, I wish it gave us more. Not necessarily like more Clint Eastwood's character, Harry Callahan, doing random shit. Because, you know, if we take out the bank robbery and the suicide jumper, maybe we could give ourselves more backstory on the serial killer and find out, like, maybe give us a little bit more motive as to why he's doing anything. Um, or just make it longer and give us something to be like, oh, here's why we should be afraid of the serial killer. Instead, it's just like, oh, yeah, here's this guy who's randomly shooting people. He's really that. scary. <laughs> Which, okay. I mean, like, I, I understand, like, they don't have to have a motive. Serial killers can be psychopaths. Oftentimes but, they don't. They but just want to even do at it. the same time, it's like, there's nothing interesting. Yeah, there. give us like, something yeah. to make us, like, not necessarily, like, connect. I'm not saying, like, I should feel like I want to root for the serial killer. But give us something to make the serial killer, like, matter? Intrigue. Do something... Do, yeah, do, or, you know, do something that makes him seem, like, scary, low, like, he runs into someone and, you know, is intimidating, but he's, there's nothing, you're just like, oh, yeah, okay, you're catching this, I thought it was more interesting with him stopping the bank robbers than I did him catching the serial killer, like, there just wasn't, or wait to show his face, make him like, oh, he's going through this whole, he's going through this whole scene, carrying this yellow bag of money and has to answer the phones maybe like throughout those scenes you see the killer from here like here or there and that way when you finally find out who the killer is you're like oh wait he was at the one train station the something whole time That's something what i was expecting give us something but it was just like oh here's the killer's face in the first like you you find out who the killer is right away and then also we're going to catch the killer and then spend another half hour of the movie with a bunch of random bullshit that no one needs. Well, yeah, when when he first caught him and it was like 30 minutes to go, I was like, how the hell is there 30 minutes right. left in this movie? And then what they're is like, left? you didn't have a subpoena or you didn't have a search warrant, so you're SOL. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> Which, let's I mean, be honest, that's what he that deserves. Point. At that, that point, we like, at that point we all knew it's going to end with him killing the guy. It's like, oh, <laughs> well, we know this isn't going to go to trial. Yeah, when he's like, oh, as soon as that guy steps on a curb the wrong way, I'm fucking him up. I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> I'm a real man's man. I don't like anyone, and I'm going to fuck someone up. Here's a I list of all the part. offensive names yeah, that people that's what I, I was going like. to say is I love how the guy was like, he doesn't like anyone. All right, cool. He doesn't like X and Y and Z and this <laughs> slur, slur and slur, that slur. Slur, 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 slur. Oh, what about this other slur? Yeah, not that one either. He's a serious? bigot and a racist and a homophobe. And, a and how does he feel about Mexicans? <laughs> he hates them too, even though his partner's Hispanic. And if you don't like that, well, that's just the way it is. Cross his arms. Okay, puts he did. He did wink at the guy as a yeah, joke, I, but obviously it's I not a funny joke. Were... But he did wink at the guy, like he was just fucking with him. But yeah, like I get they were trying to make a joke because he does say like honky, and I was like, yeah. okay, like no, I think that that's fine. That's the rules. Honky. Whoa, 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 whoa! Cancel. Listen, Cancel. listen. If we, can't, if, if we can't we say can. the H word freely. <laughs> I don't know what this country has come to. I guess I guess we can. Part of our listener base, if you're out there, you might need to watch what you're saying. 
All right. Watch out. The four white guys are on the language police now. <laughs> oh, you can't say that. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. To After we were Classic. canceled for saying honk. Uh, <laughs> we did our, our time our in this video. We did our we did our time in the sin bin, and now we're out. We're back. Uh, sorry that we said that one thing. Uh, here we are. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I, I hate everybody. <laughs> I hate. <laughs> uh, um, the whole trope of like I hate everybody equally is. It just spells. I've met single-digit people in my entire life, maybe double-digit at most, yeah. you know. And nine, and nine of those double-digit people were white. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I just I don't know. Like I I guess I expected so much more. Like I okay, I will lead with I did not hate this movie. Like it was fine. It's definitely like a seventies like exploitation film. Um. I thought the cinematography was pretty nuts. Like all the stuff on the the rooftop, like the the intro shot where the girl is like on the in the pool and it zooms all the way out to the like, over the shoulder of the killer on the rooftop. That was fucking amazing, dude. Yeah. But there was just no like as an action crime neo noir thriller, all this stuff that was pitched to me as when I like loaded up the movie. There was no deduction. There was no yeah. There wasn't anything where I was, like, intrigued or, like, wanting to figure out the mystery because we knew the killer. And this dude's kind of an asshole. Like, he's a, a shit cop, if I'm honest. Like, this is police brutality the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, Here's he's like, thing. I am justice. I'm going to just shoot these bank robbers because The movie what? doesn't exist to be a mystery thriller. The movie exists to show you a badass quote. I'll put that in air quotes. A badass Clint Eastwood. That's it. The dude single-handedly stops a bank robbery with his with his six six shot revolver. You know, like, come on. He's like shooting people. She's shooting at them in the street with like civilians and other all around innocent bystanders just around. Like, as he on. puts down his hot dog. Yeah, total like, no badass. No way he doesn't hit a civilian stray on accident. You know. The other one is like the the suicide jumper scene. Like that didn't have any place in here. Like it was unnecessary. No. You know why it made the final cut? Because Clint Eastwood directed it. Yeah, I do any dirty joke. There was no need. He's like fucking Mike Rowe. Well, that's that's what I. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I was saying like they could have <laughs> cut both of those things out and given us more to like make the movie. Like I agree with you, Dylan. I thought the movie was a fine movie. But it's not a thriller in the way that they want you to think it is. Like, they sell this as, like, this serial killer catching movie. And it's just like, yeah, there's really not anything that has to do with catching a serial killer outside of getting in a gunfight with the serial killer, like, twice. There's just... I think the most... Like, the best part of the movie to me was actually when he's going to meet him for the money exchange and he's like making him run around and all that. And then they finally meet right there for the few seconds. And, and that interaction, like that was the best part of the movie right there. Cause it was like, yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. There's a little like intrigue and mystery to it. And it's like, you're kind of actually on the edge of your seat. Cause you're like, this dude can do anything. Like the killer could be anywhere. And then it ends up and it's like, he j- just a long chase scene through the fucking quarry. 
<laughs> but what? I, I guess. What do you like mean? The, the long the chase, like the. Oh yeah, like like that's how the movie ends. After after all this, it's just like he jumps on the bus off of a random bridge, and <laughs> and then chases him through the quarry and does the little move on the where he gets on the conveyor belt. Classic, classic move. I know that this movie came out first, but this just feels like a worse version of Chinatown. Well, China, how to. Chinatown had actual mystery and intrigue. Like, strip out the backstory. Yeah, this was if Chinatown was just made to be an action movie. Yeah. Like I said, this movie is an action movie disguised as some, like, that they tried to be like, oh, it's a serial killer murder mystery thriller. It's like, in reality, you could have just said, it's about, like, a day in the life of of, of Harry Callahan. (laughs) Like, you... You didn't need to, like, wrap up this whole serial killer thing into it. Right. Or if you're going to, commit to it. Like I said, give me more to make me, like, afraid of the serial killer. Like, show a I scene. I piss myself when well, he shows up. I'm just saying, up. like, like do something <laughs> where, like, oh. I see oh. the serial killer on screen, I want to shit my pants and vomit and start crying and shaking in the corner. And I need to be comforted. Like well, not I, even that, but like, it just seems like have you seen Zodiac. Yeah, I've seen yeah. Zodiac. It's a Where, lot like better. it's that thriller it's of like you never know when, yeah. especially the There's scene the in the scene basement. In the basement, yes, yes, that is what I I yes. want when there's uh-huh. a possible killer. Like I want that like tension. That is, yeah. and I thought no, the I, only I and so. again the only part of the movie I feel like that gave you that was him running around from payphone to payphone. But even that was kind of meh, honestly. I yeah, think. Like, but I, it was kind of like, oh, he's chasing, he's trying to get, you know, whatever. Well, like, I don't know. I thought there was, like, kind of the, the interesting where, like, the old man picks up the phone. Like, yeah, and he's like, who was kind of an interesting, who is that? Like, I don't know. I I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her now. And, like, just that kind of thing is like, oh. Or, you know, maybe make it where, like, if you're going to kill the girl anyways, make it where, like, Harry's just a minute too late or not something that makes it seem like it gives him some sort of reason to keep going after the killer other than like i'm a cop and he's a bad guy said i feel like this movie could be made today and it would be made so much better i do see i'm just like on the imdb page for this the trivia section says that uh after clint eastwood and don siegel came on board with the project they hired dean reisner to work on the script in his first rewrite during the bank robbery scene, instead of pointing the gun at the, the robber, he points it at his own temple fires and then laughs and walks away. And they thought that was too extreme. So they Wait, pulled what? it back a little bit. So like, like so when he tells like him like it, where he says, five shots or yeah, to see if oh, there was five or six, it, he puts it at his own temple, own temple and pulls the trigger and it's empty. And he's like, and laughs. And then the other one is, Scorpio, this is a goof, <laughs> just on the goof section. It says, Scorpio is not charged with any crime due to lack of evidence. However, in reality, he could have been charged with assault on an on-duty police officer when he's trying to deliver the money, assault with intent to kill, and illegal possession of an automatic weapon. I was just say, right. as soon as they're like, we have nothing to arrest him, I'm like, he shot that other cop like six <laughs> times. What right. do you mean he doesn't have nothing to go off of? 
Like, yeah, right. maybe the murder charges you can't use that evidence for because of it's tainted. But, like, he did still shoot people. Like he's, also, he like, shot someone like, while the police saw him do he, it, you know? He was a he was assaulting a police officer, and Harry stabbed him in the leg. He then has a stab wound in that leg. I think that's, and that's pretty much enough to get a guilty charge out of it. No, I uh, dropped my dinner fork into my leg. <laughs> it was pretty bad. I had to go to the hospital. That was co- coincidentally right next, right next to the place from where I sleep and work. <laughs> the stadium where I sleep and work. The, hosp- the hospital's stadium. <laughs> That's just convenience, man. That's good planning. <laughs> the guy's like, yeah, he's the groundskeeper at the stadium right next door. <laughs> Where's the stadium? Oh, it's right next door. But it still took me a long time to remember who he was. I've seen him before, but I don't remember from where. Oh, yeah, he works right next door. <laughs> like, I feel like if there was someone where I... <laughs> If I went to work and someone worked next door to me, they're like, oh, have you seen this guy before? Yeah, I work right next door. Not just like, oh, I have to think about it. Hold on. This is serious. about it for five minutes. Yeah, hold on. It's going to it's gonna take me a while. I have some important doctoring to do. <laughs> <laughs> like I, have, I have to go to this medicine cabinet and try to collect my thoughts. Oh... Parts of this movie, man. Movies in the 70s and 80s, just some of the fucking things that happen are just like, I can't, I can't believe that no one back then was just like, this is completely unrealistic. I will say it was very disorienting at the very beginning of the movie when it was like uh, the pool scene. And then immediately after the lady's like shot, it goes into this like funky, like beat, like, yeah, <laughs> straight out. Of the, boo, do, 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 do. I was like, okay, yeah. what is the music's way off in this movie? This is not a thriller, obviously. <laughs> that was like my first sign when it when it once yeah. it like the killer shot and it was funkadelic, and I was like, all right, come on, <laughs> Jesus Christ. The tagline for this movie: Dirty Harry and the Homicidal Maniac. Harry's the one with the badge. <laughs> I read that. <laughs> so bad you don't assign him to murder cases you just turn him loose <laughs> oh, Detec- detective Har- harry Callahan. So he doesn't break murder cases he smashes them maybe this is the problem in america we have so many people who grew up with movies like this and now we're seeing it reflected in society <laughs> one of them is just double trouble <laughs> What? <laughs> Who's the other trouble? Um, but Chico was a badass, I guess. I love the scene where he's just peeping in on the naked woman. Yeah. yeah they, what Can we they talk call, about the fact like, they that called they're... her like Hot Mary or something? Yeah. Yeah, he's just looking in on Hot Mary. Like, Hot all right. Mary. Also, I feel like there was that's the other thing that would be good about the movie if it were remade today. There wouldn't need to be, like, the pointless nudity. Like, oh, here. Here's the naked woman in the window. Oh, we're going to pull this woman's... We're going to pull this woman's body out of the well, but we're going to make sure you see her entire naked body. Like, really? Yeah. Do we need to do this? That one I'm fine with. That one I'm fine with, because that's just, like... definitely. That's realistic, at least. That's that's realistic. 
But like, yes, yeah, but you could have just showed her with a sheet over. Like, you don't need to show this fully naked woman multiple times on the screen. You don't need to. Yeah. Well, but the the lady the lady that he peeps on in the window who like closes the window, but then we get the second the second second window window. she closes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just because you didn't see enough boob the first time. (laughs) Or the other lady who's like lives in the building that he's set the trap in and he's like watching her about to have a threesome or something <laughs> i don't know what they did in the 70s this weird art experiment i don't know. i don't i don't know if they invented threesomes then i don't know if they were invented you don't yet. think so might have been like a later the, like the french the french hadn't thing. invented those yet <laughs> hey hey siri hey siri i think so <laughs> when were threesomes <laughs> when, when were threesomes <laughs> Siri, what was the first threesome? And it was actually in 1994. Me, your mother, and your father got together for a night of romance. Jesus. Siri, are you my dad? (laughs) I've noticed a disturbing trend in these movies where... At least this one shows, like, a downside to it, I guess. But, like, the police bending and breaking rules to get what they want or need out of stuff... Like, I feel like every police movie has that. And it's interesting to see which movies they are like, yes, that was cool. Do that again because you got exactly what you wanted and face no consequences versus like you shouldn't have done that. And you fucked yourself because you did that. Yeah. Not only did like you fuck. We've watched though. Not only did you fuck yourself, but now we literally can't charge this guy with anything because you completely fucked up. So way to go. Yeah. I do feel like the movies we've watched on the podcast, though, have had negative consequences to that. Um, I'm thinking of, like, uh, well, I guess not Prisoners per se, but, like, in, it, Prisoners was more like the parents going uh, and doing the, like, yeah. above-the-law thing. But, like, Seven, for instance, um, they did kind of go out of the way, but then, like, what's his face uh brad pitt's character still gets like the the short end of the stick it's a gentle way of putting that i guess <laughs> right <laughs> that was uh, um it's one way to phrase it <laughs> it's a head in a box all right <laughs> he got the short end of the stick <laughs> when his pregnant wife's head just showed up in that box <laughs> like Life really dealt me a, a bad hand. Today. <laughs> oh, God. I found myself in quite a kerfuffle out there in the desert. I opened a box and part of my wife came to see me at work. Oof. You just take your wife's head to work, Jay. I didn't. And I forgot it at home, so luckily that guy brought it. Luckily he shipped it out for me. I'd lose my head if it wasn't glued to my shoulders. <laughs> good news is her quest to join the headless hunt was immediately approved oh my god man the niche harry potter we got it all here the boy into the cupboard the boy into the cupboard yeah you can't say that welcome back everybody we learned we couldn't say that person's name we just lost all of our ad revenue well zach watches these movies he comes up with trivia and he quizzes us on it zach what do you got for us on dirty harry uh, believe it or not, I have trivia for you from the movie Dirty Harry. Nice. Holy shit. 
Would you guys like to hear the first question? No. Question number one. What is the name of the topless bar Scorpio visits after being released from custody? A. The Roaring Twenties. B. Bazongos. Or C. Cocktail Charlies. <laughs> Bazongos. Bajangos. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Roaring Twenties. Final answer. Lock it in. I'm also Locking it in. going with the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, I'm ashamed that I know this. It's the Roaring Twenties. Is it because that's the answer? <laughs> Believe it or not, the answer is not Bazongos. <laughs> it wow. is the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, I, I uh, because they showed it twice, I was like reading the signs and stuff as they were walking by. And I was yeah. like, the other one was like, College Real girls life, nude. College co-eds nude. <laughs> yeah, college like... co-eds nude. And I was like, all right, well, this is going to be a trivia question. <laughs> Zach wow, will for sure silly. ask about the strip clubs. Silly. The signs on the strip clubs say all of <laughs> but which saying. <laughs> which days of the week is Bazongo's not open? <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, uh, question number two. Why. What does the sign above St. Peter's and Paul's Church during the shootout with Scorpio say? I know. Oh, I guess I need to give you the options. Yeah, um, I was going to say. Oh, you don't. I, I got it. All right. Well, for all of us uh, mortals, can you please give us the answers? <laughs> yes. Uh, A, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> B, Jesus walks with me. Or C, Jesus saves. Jesus saves. That's my answer. Maybe that's a trick question. Bo, 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 that's my answer. Bo, 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 bo. bo. <laughs> what was the, uh, what was the, um, you said above the church? Yeah, when of Harry the is of... in the shootout with Scorpio. It's at that scene at night when everything's super dark and you can't see fucking anything except for this lit up sign. Uh, we're not, are we talking about the scene, the sign that's above them? Yes. Mm-hmm. Where the letters get like shot off and start yeah. like falling down on them. That sign. But they don't fall on yeah, them. Yeah, that sign. That sign. That's yeah. Okay. The neon yes. sign. I, no, I want I want Zach to tell me that sign. He keeps saying Peter and Paul's church. Is that the sign above Peter and Paul's church? That's what I'm thinking. Mm, I'm thinking that the one not, that's above them, but... they're not on the church. They're on right. something else. Yeah. Maybe. But that, but who is leading who astray? I mean, I guess I'll. I have to go with Jesus saves because that's the one. I, the one sign I know is on. Yeah, yeah gonna... Jesus saves is the neon lettering that falls on them. So I'm gonna say it's Jesus saves. The boys are on fire tonight. I didn't get you with either of my song lyrics. I thought one of you would bite with it. <laughs> uh, yes, See, I thought you were on one trick side, blue on the other. Because I was like, yeah, I, was I thought like, it was a trick. Was question. there another sign of like? Because they were looking at the priest somewhere, I, I thought like maybe that was the church he was at, and I had a different sign above, and I was like, oh, shit. All right. It is a big old three-way up in here, post-1985-86 <laughs> three-way. Um, Some would say it's the first. It's maybe the landmark three-way. <laughs> um, question number three. What type of store is next to Harry's usual diner? A, a strip club, B, an adult bookstore, or C, an electronics store? 
once again, I'll go last because I know the answer. <laughs> mm, I have no idea, actually. I'm going to say the adult bookstore. Kind of looks like a respectable street, though. Uh, so I'm going to go with an electronics store. Um, really, the the detail in there is that the other two establishments are not respectable stores? Yes. Well, sus. Unfortunately, it was not a respectable store that was next to the diner. It was an adult bookstore. Twas. Twas. Wow, I got it right. Say, Cameron stumbles, nice. stumbles into a three for three <laughs> after guessing yeah, on go. two of them. I knew the first two, but the third one oh, was you, where I... you said Jesus saves like you were guessing. You said, I'm oh. gonna, I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to go with Jesus saves. No, I knew that was the neon sign. I wasn't sure if oh. it was the sign he was referring to, but I did know that that was the sign of what it said. When Harry pulled up and I was like, is he about to walk into an adult bookstore? And if so, why are they showing us <laughs> him going to an adult bookstore? And then he just walks next door. I was like, this just seemed wholly unnecessary. <laughs> well... It's that time of the show. We have a two-way tie. And it's time to celebrate 2022 with an inflation question. Nice. Closest without going over, how much would Harry's $19.50 pants cost in 2022 dollars? Like $8,000? Something like that? <laughs> Gotta think, when, when in this... Was this like before the inflation in the 70s? Sorry, did you say nineteen fifty? I think they were twenty nine fifty. Twenty nine fifty. Sorry. Oh. Did you calculate it based on nineteen or twenty nine? Twenty nine. Okay. <laughs> Could do you want me to crunch the numbers again? Well, no. You just you said nineteen. Here, so I'm just wondering which it is. There. There we go. <laughs> numbers are recrunched. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say forty five dollars. I think it's higher than. I mean, it might be, but you can't go over. So I'm going to say $45. I'm going to say 100 Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is why we do these. Because uh, the actual cost of the pants, remember, Dirty Harry's $29.50 pants in today's dollars? Yeah. Would be $210.63. <laughs> what the hell? Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. A police officer affording $210 pants. <laughs> and this is the guy who breaks the rules all the time. Oh, he's a detective sense. though. He's an inspector. He's like he's he high up on the he totem doesn't pole. Doesn't do much detective work. He just goes. Okay, maybe, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like positionally, he's high up on the totem pole. He's I probably making a know. little money. <laughs> how do you, how do you deduce who to shoot? Well, I usually just point my gun and then it just lands somewhere. Pull the trigger. <laughs> Normally, whoever I shoot tends to be the bad guy. But what if they're not? They're the bad guy. Ben, congrats. The man didn't miss a single question tonight. Very impressive. Also impressive, Dylan got two of the questions right and still lost like a loser. <laughs> As is tradition. Zach's the only one who hadn't seen this film, so he's going to give you a nostalgia rating and an updated one. But first, the three members of the Goob Squad. The Goob Squad! Uh, give you a fresh rating after watching squad. Dirty Harry for the first time. Cam, lead us off. I'm going to give it a six. Thought it was decent, fine, even. Uh, I do wish it was more mystery and like intrigue, noir. Um, I do think this movie just exists to be like a, hey, I'm Clint Eastwood and I'm a badass. I shoot people 
on the street for committing crimes. Um, Guns type don't of movie. kill people. Uh uh-uh. uh. I kill people. people. Uh huh. With guns. <laughs> like his, admittedly, his like, do I feel lucky thing is kind of cool, but like that's pretty much it. Uh, I don't know. And and there were some cool part. Like there were some entertaining parts, but I do think overall it was not great. So. It was fine, though. It was fine. I'm going to give it a six. So I think I had really high hopes for this movie. Like, I, I really wanted to enjoy it, and I thought this was going to be one of those movies that's like, yeah, this is right up my alley. I was underwhelmed. Like, I just... It was meh. Like, I just didn't think it was that good. Like, it sells itself being this, like, Clint Eastwood is an action hero detective hunting a serial killer. And it's like... Instead, it's Clint Eastwood is a badass cop and, well, kind of hunting a serial killer, he also stops a robbery and saves a guy from committing suicide. It's like, it doesn't, it just wasn't necessary. There's so many things they could have done to make this movie much better. And I think it just missed the mark a lot. I Like I said, I was expecting to watch this movie and be like, yeah, this movie was great. I don't know how I hadn't seen this before. I walked away from it just being like, really? That was, that was it? That's the, that's the thing. So yeah, I I gave it a five. It's, it's all right. It's not great. I think a remake would honestly, they would be able to remake this movie and do a lot better. But overall, meh. I think this movie is very, it's, it's all right. I wasn't blown away by it, but I do think it's very easy to watch. Uh, I don't think the movie necessarily dragged. There's a lot of scenes where I thought, like, why is this in the movie? But I do think the movie was paced well enough to not be a drag. Um, I wish there were more moments of the detective work and the legwork that you have to do to get the the criminal. Um, Which is kind of what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, like, this great detective thriller. But it's it's kind of just like Clint Eastwood plays a bad cop, or not a bad cop, but a, a a badass cop in quotations, and is just gunning down the criminals because he is justice. Um, it's shot really well. Uh, I think Clint Eastwood is fine. It's just typical Clint Eastwood kind of, but <laughs> um, I would recommend you watch it. I thought. I enjoyed the hour and 40 minutes I was in there. I, I never once was like, is this, is this going to end soon? Um, and I, I'm going to just, I think it's fine. I think it's like a six out of 10. I, the, do you feel lucky? It's, it's iconic. Um, but yeah, check, check it out. All right. I always forget to give my rating up front. Uh, going into this movie, I was going to give this either a 7 or an 8 out of 10. I remember like loving this movie, thinking it was awesome. Watching it again, massive letdown. I I don't think the movie is paced very well at all. Um, it feels like it drags a ton. It's, it's like, Dirty Harry goes to this spot, does something a cop shouldn't do. Then goes to this spot, does something a cop shouldn't do. And there's no like detective work really the the killer just sort of exposes himself and that's the end of it i don't know the movie was not 
fun to watch. I was actually wondering, like an hour in, I'm like, oh, come on, how much is left? Oh, yeah, we got to do that part, that part. And then there's the whole 30 minutes at the end of the movie where I'm like, oh, come on, I should have just ended the movie already. Uh, I Like Ben said, a remake would be done a lot better. Recast, Dirty Harry, redo the story. It would be done a lot better today. I feel like the only reason they don't do that is maybe they're waiting for Clint Eastwood to not have a say. I don't know. Uh, four out of ten. Wow. I was going to say, the, the one time he does put in legwork is when he peeping Tom's on Hot Mary or whatever her name was. Well, here's something else that I, I just thought of like right after I gave my review, and I wish I would have thought to bring it up earlier. The movie's just also edited poorly. The scene with him stopping the bank robbery, imagine if that took place before the credits and then it wasn't just like oddly in the middle of his murder investigation. Like imagine that's the scene before the credits. Yeah. Then leads into the funky music, then it like brings it in, and then we go into the guy sniping the woman on the roof. Like, I feel like just that, just a change like that would have made the movie that much better. Where it's like, okay... Here we're introducing how this, how Harry Callahan is this badass cop. Cool. Awesome. Now let's get to what the movie's about. Instead, it's like, here's the whole background with the serial killer. And now we're going to show why Harry's a badass cop. And now we're going to go back to the serial killer part. And now we're going to show that Harry's actually kind of a good guy because he's going to stop this guy from jumping off this roof. Okay, cool. Yeah. He punches the dude in the face. <laughs> to save his life. No. <laughs> Altogether, I think that scene should have been cut. There's there's no reason for it to even be in the movie. But I just think it was edited so... Like, the, the events in the movie take place so out of order that even just editing it differently would have made the movie better. Like, I just think they did... They did so many things wrong that kept this movie from being as good as it could have been. If you enjoyed this, don't forget to rate and subscribe. Check us out on Instagram at Cocktails and Classics Pod. Uh, let us know what movies you want us to watch. Hit up the Drizzling Caster links. Make yourself a Dirty Harry. Get some scotch delivered directly to your door. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. Share us with your friends and family. And as always, watch responsibly.